0: Welcome back to the vendor table. Hello. I like this positioning.
1: Yeah, this is nice. I feel it's like nice. I'm talking to you.
0: Yeah, I know. Instead of just like leaning to the side, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's nice. We're having conversation. And
1: I can easily talk to my audience, as well.
0: Yes. <laughs> our many followers that we many. have. Many. Well, this is uh, this is amazing. We have to thank our followers. Yeah, listeners. let's do that first. First yeah. and foremost. First and foremost, guys. When we when we set out with this podcast we started in march of 2023 what was our goal
1: a thousand followers by the end of the year a
0: thousand (laughs) thousand followers
1: we we set very a very high bar
0: (laughs) A, a, a very high bar well you know you start something new and and like we this was a side project we we didn't think it would go anywhere we were like oh you know it'd be fun and little like fun little pet project that we could You know, just talk shit about. Yeah, we
1: really did not anticipate it being anything other than, like, a little side project for ourselves. Yeah. And now it's... Now it's this. Whatever this is. Whatever this... But... 20,000-plus followers later.
0: As we come to a close of the year, we had 36, 37 episodes, I think. I don't know what number this would be. Um... 20,000 plus followers uh you guys listen so many hours listened to on the on Spotify on Apple thank you just thank you like from the...
1: the deepest depths of my cold black heart <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a little warmer than her but thank you you guys are
1: it does amazing. give me the warm fuzzies
0: just this is this has been an incredible journey we're excited to see where it goes in 2024 we we're, we're
1: We have things planned. We're very excited. We
0: have a lot planned. A lot planned. And let's see what happens, you know? But we have some exciting new topics. We have a lot of new fun things. One of the first topics we talked about, like, of our first topics we ever talked about, I think it was episode two.
1: Trends in photography that we loved and hated.
0: We had so much fun recording that episode. I think that's what kind of catapulted us forward was talking shit about these topics and things that we hate or love and things like that so why don't we revisit that
1: let's get right into it
0: let's get into it um so the knot published their 2024 wedding trends to look out for wedding photography trends to look out for
1: so this is definitely a photo related episode so sorry to anyone who doesn't care but
0: i feel like most of our listeners are either brides uh, Brides and grooms as well as photographers. But we do have a lot of wedding vendors. And it does apply to it them. It does
1: apply to a lot of other vendors because, I mean, we're taking the photos of the events that you're either planning or involved in. And I feel like some people want to use those for whatever. And these are some of the things that are going to be in those. Yeah. Or yeah. not.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why well, don't
1: you kick it off?
0: Oh, do I want to kick it off? <laughs> oh, boy. Well. Do you guys know, probably one of our first clips was all about blur, the blurry wedding photo trend. How much we hate blur. I'm gonna just, oh, give me a, I need a second. All right, so the wedding, the blurry wedding photo trend has taken over the globe from March of this past year to now, blurry photos.
1: I actually have brides requesting it now. I
0: do too. It's frustrating. I'm sorry. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to go off for a second. It is everything wrong with photography. Oh my
1: God. It's <laughs> <That's> so dramatic.
0: <laughs> when you're taught photo- when <laughs> we're millennials, when we were taught taking a photo, uh, uh, taking a photo was a crisp, sharp, clear image, right? In focus. We now have photographers that their entire gallery is blurry trash.
1: I think that that's where I draw the line is that.
0: Blurry trash.
1: I'm okay with motion blur when used properly.
0: When used for motion.
1: When used for motion. But if you're taking photos of like stationary items and you're doing motion blur on it, it literally just looks like you accidentally clicked off a shot.
0: Can you guys stop taking blurry photos? Of details? Of, of details? Oh my god. Of table settings? Why? Why, I, are, we, <laughs> why are we doing this? The, the people paid a ton of money for the details on the table. I wanna see what the details are. I don't wanna see swirling lights. All right, so. I have to breathe.
1: Yeah, take a minute. I'll keep talking. Do you need a minute?
0: No, I'm good. I, I, I just I'm, took a moment.
1: I, I have started incorporating a couple of blurry shots in each of my galleries because it's now being requested. And like I, I don't mind it as much as I did when we did our first episode because now it's forcing me to use the blur when requested in ways that make sense through their day. Like mm-hmm. if they're walking or running or something together, then it's a moment that's motion capturing blur. motion, invoking a mood based on movement. But when you have a whole gallery, and I've seen this so many times now where like people are sharing their work in Facebook groups and everything. And it's like every single photo is out of focus or blurry. And it just doesn't, you can't see anything that's happening. You have to have in-focus shots mixed in it. You have to. You need to have in-focus shots with blurry photos mixed in.
0: I feel like this, this is going to be something that we look back on in 10 years, just like we look back on selective color and say, what the fuck were we doing? (laughs) What were we doing?
1: Take the shot in focus and do the same shot with blur. You have both. Don't give everybody a full blurry gallery. This is I've never used my hands more.
0: (laughs) I use my hands all the time.
1: I never do.
0: But Invoke, if you're going to do a blurry photo, please, please. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Motion. Motion blur. Make it make sense. I get it. It looks cool. Now, I do it all the time for receptions. Okay? The hard flash mixed with the shutter drag. That is motion blur. Wait,
1: wait, wait. My favorite though, my favorite thing is when you have the photographers who are like the blur stands, who are like, it actually takes quite a bit of skill to take those blurry shots. Okay, Jessica. (laughs) Sis, no, it doesn't. It does not. (laughs) You just have to lower your shutter speed and go, like that is it.
0: Tiffany, excuse me. Yes. Like, listen, (laughs) it is a matter of, it does... I'll be honest with you, getting a good blurry photo does take a little skill. You like have to know motion, when. You got to know when to do it. You got to know how to... Like, honestly, it's panning. It's it's shooting at the right, like, right shutter speed. Like, it's shooting at the right time of day, too. It does take a bit of skill. I'm not going to hate on people that have perfected it and make it look cool. The thing about it is, if it's your entire gallery... Stop with that shit. Like, you need to give people a photo back of themselves where you could act where they could actually see themselves in the shot where it's not blurry. And and like, they're going to look back on that in 10 years and be like, like, I can't can't, see anything. I can't see anything. This gives
1: me motion sickness. Like,
0: (laughs) like, and I, I know we probably sound like haters,
1: we always sound like haters. We always sound like haters. There's always a hater that's gonna hate the haters. Like, hey, I like, understand, I get, get it. We get it,
0: we get it, okay? We've incorporated it into our, into our shot list, but we do it at, at selected times and we're also giving back clear and in- focused <laughs> shots.
1: Are you having a stroke? Yes!
0: I'm losing my shit, okay. So guys, blurry photo oh. trend. It hasn't changed since March in terms of all No, it stance. has not.
1: If anything, it's gotten actually more, more intense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think do it. It's fine. But like know when is the right moment to do it. Don't just mm-hmm. keep taking blurry shots for no fucking... Stop taking blurry pictures of stationary objects. What are you doing? Why? Stop
0: it. It doesn't make sense.
1: And out of focus pictures for no reason.
0: Just... Nail your focus. And then maybe you want to throw in a trash shot. You Go want ahead. to
1: get like artsy after you nail your shot? Go for it. Yeah. I, I mean, who cares? But like, don't give them a gallery of, of like a Where's Waldo of what the fuck is this.
0: A blurry <laughs> trash.
1: Going through their whole album going, Hey, can you figure out what the hell this is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on.
0: <sighs> I have to breathe on that <laughs> one. All right. Well, the, the ne- next one. The next trend.
1: We love this one. And we... You know, we're going to be talking about this a little bit more in depth again as well, but the disposable camera film
0: trends in photography. We Love this. We love it. Love it. It's beautiful. I think it's amazing. I love the film aesthetic. See,
1: we're not just haters. We're not
0: just haters. We love things.
1: We like stuff. Very few
0: things, but we love things. We like stuff. No, this is a great trend. I love the brides and grooms are incorporating this into their day, putting, you know, I feel like it's been around where they they put disposable cameras on tables. I feel like I've seen it like over the years, like since I've been shooting, but um, I've seen it pop up more over the last few years and now companies are... I think there's like some Etsy companies and stuff where they'll like brand your cameras, your mm-hmm. disposable cameras and stuff like that, and you know, put your names on it and it's great. And people throw it in a basket at the end of the night and then you get it developed and it looks so cool. And it gives the guests like kind of something to do. Especially for the reception, they for the dance it. floor. It's so cool. I love they that. They eat it
1: up, and it is just, like, amazing. It's a surprise. You know, you don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. It's definitely a fun trend. I mean, we've seen the Instax Polaroids.
0: Yep, I use that on a wedding day. I Like, I love the film. You know, mm-hmm. like, I like that for the perspective of I'm giving that to the clients. Yes. Like, before their reception starts, and they have, like, a... Thing of polaroids on their table but this is great because you could you know send them to cvs or something and get them developed and you know come back and like like from your honeymoon and you have all these like great film shots and stuff like that i i love it i think we're, it's a great little trend
1: we're photographing a new generation of people getting married now and we're photographing a generation of people who are now longing for the nostalgic for the past and yeah. i think that this is a really awesome trend and i think we should keep it going in 2024
0: love it for keep- sure Definitely keep it going Love Give me that. a
1: disposable camera
0: I know <laughs> I'm tempted to like Throw one in my bag Like And maybe add Like maybe photographers Are gonna start adding this on It's like you know, having a disposable camera throughout the day and just taking some, it's some great fun. shots. It might be, might be kind of cool. I don't he know. Has. Photographers, maybe, maybe you start adding that into your bag and you know, from the photo photographer standpoint, cause you're giving a different perspective, like guests can't stand in center aisle during the ceremony. Mm-hmm. They can't do stuff like that. So maybe you want to incorporate a disposable camera into your kit and you could give the couple a unique perspective or maybe the couple wants to give the photographer that I, if a couple handed me the disposable camera and be like, can you take some shots throughout the day from your perspective i'd probably say yes i think that would be kind of cool
1: it's also like low cost low risk yeah like nothing there's nothing bad that can come of it no and if your clients don't even know that you have it too it's just like one of those extra surprises that you can send to them that's why after the fact
0: that's why i love doing the polaroid is because they don't even know i'm taking the photo like it's just like a third camera that hangs from my neck and it's great i think it's a
1: cute idea
0: i love it i think it's amazing all right next one um
1: I have mixed feelings on this.
0: I have good feelings about this. So documentary photojournalistic photography. Um, if you guys are listening and you're not aware what that is, um, documentary and photojournalistic photography is capturing the candid moment of the day. A lot of photographers already incorporate that into their day. Like, I know I do. I My photography style is a candid, unforced style. But I do have structure to my day. Yes. I do put couples in position to set up moments and stuff like that. And then I'll shoot from a photojournalistic perspective, but I'm setting it up. So it's not fully documentary. It it's just kind it's kind of a like style.
1: a fusion almost. Yeah. It's like mixing uh structured posing with also like prompting. Yes. So like you're giving them some instructions to get a natural an organic reaction from them. Yeah. Um one of the things that i have been seeing that people have actually been messaging us about are these um fully and exclusively candid photographers
0: yes and
1: and i have mixed feelings about that
0: do you i do all right let's let's hear your thoughts
1: so part of me loves that because you are really accurately capturing their dynamic as it unfolds but you have to make sure that you are right couple for that Mm -hmm. you know like you I I just saw this recently I think Shannon Fusco posted it Mm -hmm. and it was um, yeah she's awesome and she is really good at what she does she is a fully like documentary style photographer Mm -hmm. mainly focusing on families Mm -hmm. and motherhood and you have to be the right couple for this Mm -hmm. like you have to really like be fully invested in being fully candid like that Mm -hmm. You have to have a good dynamic with your partner where there are no expectations. You have to be af- not afraid to get imperfect moments,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because if you're looking for somebody to tell you what to do, because you've not, you're not used to getting photographed, then the likelihood of you getting awkward images that are a little cringy is pretty high.
0: Yeah, I'd say <laughs> a lot of your gallery, if you're you know expecting a photojournalistic you know style, is going to be throwaway photos they're going to be moments that maybe you don't agree with or like you don't like the way you looked in that, that right. shot because it's unforced and it's authentic and everything like that i think they're unposed
1: they're, when when we say fully documentary style that means that photographer is there as mm-hmm. a fly on the wall yep. not giving you any instruction fully invested in just documenting the day as it unfolds.
0: Yep. And there are photographers out there that we know do this. Like they won't shoot a damn thing with a prompt. Right. It's just the couple will go throughout their day. And they're not like the photographer is, is the fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're just there capturing the moment. They're not doing family photos. They're not doing yeah. pr- uh, pose bridal party shots. It's really just a style that is, it's really keen in elopements. Um, Mm -hmm. And I could see it happening in elopements because you just want somebody there documenting the day, like how it unfolds, things like that. I think it probably looks beautiful for elopements, stuff like that. But if you are having a 200 plus person wedding and you want a fully documented, like documentary style, photojournalistic style throughout your day, then you like need to have a little structure to your day. Correct. So I think if you're a photographer and you have a nice even blend of it, like I blend my style, I know you do too where, you know, you're capturing those raw candid moments, like mm-hmm. whether it's grandma crying or like maybe a ceremony shot or something like that, like where people are laughing and you, you cut to that or like, you know, like the bride's walking down the aisle and you could like quickly zoom onto the groom and get his reaction. Those are still photojournalistic candid styles, but, you know, there there is a little bit of structure to those. Yeah. Like you could kind of see it unfold. So I, I think having a good fusion blend, I just I I don't know if in our region that style will hold true to the bigger weddings.
1: Right. I think I actually don't hate it. I think that it's so foreign to me because I don't have experience with shooting a wedding in that way. And I can't imagine myself shooting in that way. But that doesn't mean that this other style is bad. Mm -hmm. It's good for the right clientele. Yeah. You know, there are people that seek that and want that. And that's their thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what they should get. And then they'll be very happy with what they get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just making sure that that's the right style for you yep. is is very key.
0: And I think you guys, um, if you're a couple listening to this and you're in search of a photographer and you're like, Oh, I really like that photojournalistic documentary style. Then I mentioned this earlier, but you should really go through a full gallery with the right. photographer to sh- see their style and how they basically they're capturing a day from start Mm -hmm. to finish because if they're capturing it the way that you know maybe that's not what you're thinking then maybe you want to look in a different direction maybe you want a photographer that's a little bit more you know prompting and posing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like because you need that structure so it's a matter of preference i think when you're searching for those photographers you know you really do your homework see full gallery see like everything don't just look at the instagram highlights we've said this before but Try to stay away from just looking at their Instagram portfolio and saying, "I want to book them just because like they take a really cool blurry photo." Ugh. 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 All right, go ahead. What, what's the next one?
1: The next one is drone photography.
0: Love me a good drone.
1: We love the drone. I don't offer this because I don't have a drone, but Mike does.
0: They're great. Like I, I, I do think they're great. I think for. Uh, it does offer a unique perspective on the day. It's like great for, you know, certain moments of the day. I use them a lot during engagement shoots because it does offer a unique perspective. You have a little more time to incorporate it. Um, they do take a little bit of time to set up at times. They do take like, it, it is a little bit of stress, you know, added to, like, you also have to factor in weather, like drones can't fly like above a certain mile per hour wind. It also um,
1: depends on proximities to airports and, and things like that. There's so many like factors.
0: That. Yeah, like you can't. I always tell my couples, like, if I, if I can incorporate it in your day, I'm going to try to, but I can't guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, A lot of photographers use it as an add-on and they'll, they'll charge extra money for it, which I could see, like, you know, it has, you can add incentive to it and stuff like that. And you can make money off of it. The the thing, I don't like doing that only for the fact that, like, if you don't use it, you got to refund the couple, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of a pain in the ass to me. I don't know. But um, I love the unique perspective it gives, like. Personally, I, I I've used it this year probably ten times on wedding days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you are flying a drone, you should have a commercial license to fly one too because you are you are doing this for work, right? Um, so you know you need to make sure you actually have the permits to do that. You also got to make sure if the venue allows it, all of that stuff. So a lot goes into that. I think for couples like if you're expecting every photographer and videographer to have a drone, more often than not, a lot of them are now adding that on but i would say you know if they get it for your wedding day awesome but if they don't
1: i really don't trust myself flying
0: they're not that hard like that (laughs) they're not that they're they're really not hard to fly i
1: would crash it immediately
0: there there are so many sensors on them now i think that
1: drones are awesome just you know you have to have the right setting as well to use them to make it make sense otherwise it's just
0: yeah, I love them with like leading lines or top downs and stuff yeah. like that. Like a top down is like where you park the drone right over the couple and like you point the camera straight down. So like it's great for like a boat or like a canoe or like a cliff vineyard. Side, or something, side.
1: you know, something, something dramatic. Dra- yeah,
0: drama. Add it, baby. Something um, dramatic. So it is cool. It's a unique perspective. I, I love the trend. I think it's not going anywhere and drones are just keep getting cheaper and cheaper and taking, you know, like higher quality images. So I could see more and more photographers incorporating that. All right. What's the next one?
1: Um, adding film photography as a like an add-on, which we kind of touched on with the disposable cameras, but there's a lot of photographers are now just adding straight-up film photography to their, you know, their more workflow, their services. Yeah,
0: um, I love it. I started shooting film a little bit more this year. Uh, one of my second shooters, Meredith, has um, she has medium format and thirty-five mil, and started basically picking up her camera and shooting again. And it, it really, as a photographer, it's fun to shoot that way again. Like it really is, I'm like kind of having fun and it's bringing me back to my roots. Um, I forgot how stressful film photography is though, because it is hard to do. It's not easy to do. No, it's not. It's
1: it's not going to be something that I add to my services. <laughs> I, I can just tell everybody right away what I, I will probably do like a disposable or print out in stacks sort of thing. Um, but this is too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot keep up. I can't keep up with this, but I do think it's really awesome that people are doing it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I liked incorporating it to a day, but I don't guarantee it. It's just like the drone photography. It's It's like like
1: an extra thing that you can do if you have time or, mm -hmm. you know, but the people that are doing, I mean, there's, there's videographers doing super eight, you know,
0: I love that. I, I think it's amazing if you're incorporating like a filmic element to your day. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's, but, uh, it's not traditional It's different.
0: N- it's not something I think I'm going to guarantee on a day only because there's so much that could go wrong yeah. with film. Like I, I shot film three times this year and the first one I shot like b- light leaks, light leaks and not like cool light leaks. <laughs> not, not the like, good ones. Not like the trendy ones. Like they were like bad light leaks, like where you couldn't see anything and they were trash images. So I was like, Ooh. You know, mm-hmm. like if I had to guarantee that to a couple, I'd feel like, oh, shit, i fucked yeah. up. So, yeah, I'm going to stick to digital, but maybe I'll incorporate <laughs> that a little bit more. Um, it's
1: been a really long time since I've been in the dark room, <laughs> You guys, you wouldn't want anything from me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: promise. Um, so the next one is kind of like a, it kind of has a film vibe to it. A lot of these, I feel like have like that retro vintage vibe to it, but i've been doing this more and more which is uh, i love this trend i really do direct flash photography especially during the reception fucking looks so good you
1: know what's crazy is as like someone who has focused so much in the last like five years on honing in my off-camera flash game and getting dimension and shadows and making it look really good i'm so pissed that this is a trend that i actively take part in
0: legitimately you put (laughs) Put a flash on your camera, point it right at the couple, and zoom I, and, it, and that's it.
1: And it looks awesome.
0: It looks so fucking good. I'm
1: so mad.
0: It's so annoying that it looks so good, but it does look it so good. It does. It has that paparazzi element to it. Like you're just, you're firing like flash bulbs at the couple. They feel like, you know, they're movie stars and stuff like that. I I call them paparazzi photos. I, I started incorporating it into the night shots a lot where I'll take the, especially if the couple has like a really swanky venue or something like that. Like, and they do an outfit change or anything like that and they want to do like kind of night photos i started incorporating that like wide angle lens like them walking sunglasses just popping flash bulbs at them and it looks so cool it really five, does
1: five years ago i would have been like oh this is trash it looks like shit now i'm like this is the only way i can do this <laughs> i just died again it's so good i'm having my annual identity crisis everybody knows this about me this is what happens so next year my whole editing style will have shifted and yeah what am I gonna do? Here we go. Here we go. Here it happens. Here we
0: go. No, but I, I love the trend. I, I I think it's amazing. I started incorporating it into my um my photography uh style over the last couple of years and I can't see it going anywhere. I really like
1: it. No, it's great. It's so good. You probably were sitting there thinking that we were gonna hate this. We don't. We love it.
0: <laughs> We've hated half of these and liked the other half. We're, we're, uh, kind of.
1: Yeah. So far, I feel like we've only hated the blurry thing. Yeah, pretty much. That's consistent.
0: The documentary photojournalist, we're kind of in between that. So it's like, you know, we're just trying to educate. Again,
1: I don't hate it. I just think it's, you know. We're just educating. It's different.
0: We're educating. We're educators. Yeah. We're totally.
1: We're not. (laughs) Do not quote him on that. Oh,
0: God. Um, So the last one is under the veil wedding portraits this has been a trend forever forever like why why is this on this list
1: this is almost like a standard
0: shot yeah i do this This all the time
1: this is something that we do very
0: regularly almost every wedding yeah some of my favorite shots of the day are how is
1: this on this this list
0: i don't know this is is
1: this this is standard this is not a trend this is a standard staple
0: bridal shot exactly you have a big long veil i'm putting you under it
1: yeah you know what doesn't work
0: short veils short veils yeah fingertip veils
1: don't ask me can't to do, do that it.
0: can't do it can't do it you can't go under the veil with the the fingertip veils you got to do cathedral um, or larger um it will look really cool one of the things i started doing is stepping back because mm-hmm. i'll always go under the veil with the couple and shoot like you know really cool i like backlighting them with under the veil looks really great but i started stepping back and like a lot of these veils have weight to them now. Like mm-hmm. they'll like do like the beading on the bottom, which look really cool. And it basically rests over the couple. It looks really nice. It's almost like a, like a cocoon almost. Yeah. And little, I love that. I just little, posted a shot that, that had that. And I, it just, it's something A little something about cocoon. It. it looks really cool. So I don't think under the veil.
1: No, I think everybody's go-to is like that nose to nose under the veil yeah. shot, which is awesome. It's gorgeous. Like it always, it never looks terrible. It always yeah. looks great. Um, but make it a little different. Like I posted, uh, was it this year that I shot this wedding? Or last year? I don't remember.
0: Losing your mind. Hmm? You're losing your mind?
1: I might I might be. I can't remember if it, it had to be last year.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to Disneyland tonight. <laughs> it had so to be. It's like...
1: But the, the, photo, the black and white photo that I posted where yeah. their eyes were blocked yeah, out by the veil. That. Yeah, And they were doing like a, they were a, about to kiss moment. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever done something like that. But it was like.
0: It's romantic. Something
1: I wanted to try out that was a little bit different. It's a
0: different. good out of focus shot. Good blur shot. It
1: was in focus. Oh. It was in focus, but it was just different than what I had ever done before where, you know, their eyes were blocked by a piece of the okay. veil. All you could see was like their lips about to touch. And I was like, this is sexy. And yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Um. So maybe like cropping, switching things up, trying to do things a little bit differently each time. Like when Mike did, he got like a full length
0: setback shot. Yeah. shot
1: of this, like, traditional shot that we all get. But, I don't know, switch it up. Yeah. Try some new stuff.
0: Well, that was the seven trends that they had on their list. I, I can't think of really anything else that I could see, it from a photo standpoint, really standing out, or, like, a trend that, like, I've spotted that... From a photography standpoint, then I'm like, oh, yeah, like a lot of these are really spot on correct. Like, I, um, I, I could, have
1: one to add, and yeah. I think it's I mean, we touched on this a little bit. Obviously, there's a lot of people who are reaching for the nostalgic right now, but I'm seeing so much of an editing shift from people towards the cinematic, like the. Yeah, love it. Film emulation, the cinematic, f- less contrast.
0: Yep. I've been shifting my editing a little bit more to we that too. We both have. Yeah. Um, the less contrast, like just the, it's not flat per se, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's cleaner. And I feel like the, the, the couple kind of like just really has a more, like you said, a cinematic, a, cinematic tone to the it. the
1: way that it looks is like if you have a horizontal image and you slap two black bars on it yeah like it, it looks look like cool. a movie still yeah and for some reason that slaps for me it looks <laughs> I really love it.
0: it looks really good i've been trying to keep my palette a little bit more neutral this year especially with weddings where I'm not shifting I, I, I usually l- like lean a little warmer in terms of my tones but I try to keep a little bit more neutrality this year in terms of photography standpoint because I feel like that's a little bit more timeless mm. this is where like I, I feel like you know the modern photographers really like they have those just clean lines and, and it's timeless right but like with us we're a little moodier in tones like our tones shift a little bit and our editing style can fluctuate back and forth where you know we were a little bit more contrasty now we're a little less contrasty like so it's like yeah editing identity crisis
1: yeah I'm I mean I'm I put up a poll on my Instagram a couple weeks ago and some of my uh clients like responded to it that they gravitate towards certain styles of editing so I would call them and say hey I'm in the process of edi- editing your gallery like saw that you wrote this and I wanted to see what your thoughts were on editing it this way yeah and they were thrilled and I know that's like not, that's like a no, no in the industry. It is.
0: I think we gave that advice. Don't do that. But that's we fine. said, don't <laughs> do that.
1: But I have like two different types of styles that I kind of fluctuate back and forth with all the time. And if one of my clients prefers one over the other, then I'm probably going to lean towards editing it that way. So I have like two presets that I just am consistently working with. And sometimes I just can't decide. And if that means like going to my client and saying, Hey, which do you prefer?
0: Or you text me,
1: or I text Mike, and I'm like, "Is this trash?"
0: <laughs> and I'm usually like, "No, it looks great." Um,
1: Reduce your yellow luminance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, well, this was a fun one to kind of touch on trends being like one of the hot topics that we've touched on. I don't think the year. this was as
1: bad as the last time. No,
0: we, we didn't hate as much. Maybe we're growing.
1: Maybe we're growing up.
0: Maybe we're not haters. Nah. No, we're still haters. We're haters. We'll always be your resident haters. We hope you guys enjoyed following us along for the last year. Um, it's been such a incredible ride. I know we touched on this earlier, but um this has been a lot of fun and I feel like I I got a little emotional there for a second, but it's been a lot of fun and we can't thank you enough for tuning in week after week and god messaging us we DMing have some us. like ride
1: or dies who like message us all the time that they you know like the certain clips apply to them and they're just like so thrilled we finally said something that resonated with these people and it's like really important to us that we keep doing that
0: yeah we're always going to be here to tell it like it is we're, we're just going to tell you that perspective because it's important. I think a lot of vendors, a lot of photographers that have podcasts or do content and stuff like that, they're always just talking about the good. And we will talk about the good, but we're also gonna tell it like it is and be a little more realistic than I think most podcasts are. We're gonna tell you like something's trash. We're gonna tell you something that like doesn't look good or it's not realistic. And And I think our viewers really appreciate that. And we're gonna continue to do that in 2024. We can't wait for what we have in store for you guys. We want to thank our producer, Matt. Matt. Um, for thank you. All the hard work this year. He's the one that produces those clips and, and helps get things out for us. He's recording all of this. And, you know, I want to thank you as my co host. Oh, thanks, Mike. That's adorable. Yeah. I know. Uh, thank our. Uh, families for putting up with us doing all of this. Uh, God, yeah. Dear God, like they, they like being wedding photographers is one of the hardest jobs, uh, stressful jobs, especially during the fall. Being
1: uh, a wedding vendor.
0: Wedding vendors are, we, we, we go crazy, we go crazy. So, but thank you guys again. Thank our listeners again. for Oh, and tuning by the in. way,
1: I'm about to fly to Florida, so don't burn me at the stake, Florida. <laughs>
0: She's coming for you, Bologna Sandwich Land. I'm coming.
1: Land. <laughs> I'm so coming. One of our
0: listeners is always like Bologna Sandwich Land. I, 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 I forgot who it was, but you got to give him a shout out. They're amazing. Um, yeah, I love
1: that guy. Yeah, like
0: he's great. He's got a sense of humor. He really, really does. Unlike
1: some of you. Oh
0: my God. Yeah, Ricky. Um, <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this year. Lauren, where can they find you?
1: You can find me at laurenobrienphoto.com. My website's getting an overhaul. Don't judge it right now. Um, and lauren o'brien photo on instagram along with my personal account the feral flow dog like this is not i'm not having a good moment right now
0: yeah yeah, like we're just you know it's the end of the year i
1: don't know why i even mention it no one follows me anyway It's
0: fine it's great it's a spicy book content (laughs) um whatever you post i don't even know what you post on there where can they find you mike at Michael our photo on instagram tiktok as well as my website and you could find us at The Vendor Table Pod, on Instagram, TikTok, as well as YouTube, and our Facebook group. And Join up there. We got a lot of good combos going on there. Um, guys, it's been fun. It's been a great year. We will catch you next time.
1: Catch you in 2024. Okay, bye.